Welcome to Business is Good, the podcast all about what it means to be in business in the 21st century. Small and medium-sized businesses are the lifeblood of the UK economy, and globally they can and will have a huge impact on society, the economy and how we live our lives. From technology disruption to reworking a solution to solve the world's biggest problem, Business is Good is a podcast about what it takes to be successful and how every business defines that in different ways. Business is no longer just about being defined by what you do, but it's about giving back and redefining the problems and how we solve them in a way that works for you. I'm your host, Caroline Sumners, and I'll be giving you weekly inspirational stories from business owners who are building business and solving problems. Today, we're talking to Bianca Gignac, who runs a fabulous company called Italian Fix. I met uh, Bianca when I went on a creative writing retreat a couple of years ago Um, and she's just all round fabulous, energetic, wonderful and inspiring person that's just got the most amazing business. Um, We had great fun talking about all things running your own business. So enjoy. about the business and why you started it and yeah just give us the background thank you so much caroline for having me on for the invitation i really appreciate it i'm very excited to be here so thank you (laughs) pleasure yes so i mean you know it was all very innocent really some of us get into business um we might be born entrepreneurs and just the way that uh, we sort of came up in the world in the early days but we actually didn't really connect to that until a little bit later and i say that because i was a little bit innocent when i started my company i absolutely um felt like i had a lot of niche knowledge on a particular subject yeah. and i kept being asked the same things over and over. And I created a business really around those questions being asked me often. And so, uh, and when I say I got into it very innocently, like now I can say, yes, you know, I'm Bianca. I own a travel and media company, (laughs) but that certainly, um, you know, wasn't the way it started out. It was more like I'm Bianca and I lived in Europe for a few years, specifically Italy. I married an Italian man and I had a lot to share about this particular part in the world. And so I started running tours to Italy Um, because I really thought that I could share, you know, the beauty of the places that I know and have somebody experience just, you know, increase the quality of their life really, um, by traveling with me to Italy. And that's how I got started. And, you know, this is the market we primarily work in, but, you know, our, our company, you know, uh, will service, you know, most of the top countries in Europe within the next three years. Oh, wow. That's interesting. So you're moving, Mm. you're moving on from Italian fix to 
fixing something else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so the the core business and the core market is um, in the Italian market, but really, you know, the business is you know helping people live a richer and more interesting life. Um, you know, expose them to cultures and new ways of thinking. And, you know, you can enhance the quality of people's life. You know, that's the blue sky, you know, feeling that I do. But, you know, that can be applied to so many different markets. And, uh, you know, the practical thing is, you know, that I make sure that, you know, all those clients, you know, they're, they're um, in, you know, they're being picked up at the right time at the airport. They're going to lovely hotels. They have the best tour guides in the country that work for us and we have like the most curated experiences that's all the practical nuts and bolts but you can expand that into like any market you you would like if you have the energy caroline (laughs) (laughs) so you do do you own i think you do you only do um as you say curated tours so you accompany every single tour is that right No, actually, I stopped doing that um, a couple of years ago because, you know, I am a wife and a mother. And uh, when I started my company, I was, you know, uh, like I said, I was just green as anything. And so I believed that the way to start a company was to just be the jack of all trades. And now I understand that the way to grow a company is actually find the best people, put them in the best positions and let them grow. So now uh, my team completely runs all the tours and I haven't been on a tour for three years personally. Um, And so, you know, we just have the best guides, the best partners, you know, and I'm in charge of designing and product. I'm really the head of product in the company now. Well, I mean, that sounds like a pretty exciting <laughs> job still to me. So, <laughs> um, It is. I mean, product when you own a travel company, you know, it does involve, you know, renting beautiful apartments along the coast, you know. Oh, no. Right now, my window, I sort of had to, bat- before our call, I had to batten down the hatches here because you know, my window, it's, it's my rented apartment on the Italian Riviera. It's, it's not my apartment. It's, it's the one I stay here when I'm in the area working and it has these double doors that look really onto the ocean and has the little green and white striped, you know, rolling, um, shutters that you see in Italy. And, but you know, there's Vespa's zipping by and, you know, like beer trucks, like rambling and getting their recycling out and birds chirping. And so I had to like close everything up. So we have (laughs) audio here. (laughs) Well, you know, I was, I was talking to someone earlier and uh, they decided to do road construction outside my house today. Lovely. Yes. And I actually had to cancel a call this morning where I was going to do another, uh, interview with someone because the the noise of the trucks and the beeping and everything was so loud that I was just like okay we're gonna have to rearrange that yeah no I know audio audio is everything it is it is so it's nice clear line all the way from the Italian Riviera I know right but we're close we're sort of neighbors right now Caroline I know I know (laughs) 
So, so how? So, tell me, kind of, how you got story got started. I know you said you met an Italian. You have an Italian husband. Is that mm-hmm. really the kind of like the genesis of the whole thing? Yeah, I mean, really, I, I, I come from a family of hard knocks and hustle. Is is really what uh, what the genesis of of growing growing up and, you know, growing into sort of the, the owner of the company and the founder of the company that I am now. So we, we kind of, you know, my mom raised my sister and me on her own and she always just was like doing super random things to like make us have groceries, you know? So she always had this real, like, okay, well, girls, I think we've got to go and uh, knock on some doors and collect some bottles because uh, bills need to be paid this month. Okay, uh, now we're going to do this because we've got to move. And, you know, it was a pretty scrappy upbringing. I definitely attribute my, um, my gratitude for what I now have, but also the scrappiness of just like doing something with absolute nothing from just my childhood growing up in Canada. I grew up on Vancouver Island, which is just like a rock in the sea in Canada. And, uh, you know, growing up and, you know, just, just learning as, as you go. So for me, when I, um, you know, I, I put myself through college, I was very creative. I channeled that creativity into uh, getting an arts degree. Um, but that what really, what that was, I could have went into commerce or finance, but that, that kind of scared me. And what I now know in my adult brain is that, um, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and you're a builder of things, you will kind of glom on to anything to build something from nothing. <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's what I, that's, that's the spirit of what I did. So I had my fine arts degree, um, in my last year of college, I, I was madly, you know, I really, really, really want to come to Europe to study. And that was absolutely out of like my price range to be able to afford international tuition. So what I did is I got pretty creative and I applied to all of the, um, (laughs) all of the bursaries and scholarships I could find really. And I ended up by getting a bursary from the Italian Cultural Institute of Vancouver that gave me an apartment and a course to study Italian language at one of the art schools in Florence. And they said, Bianca, you've got a week to decide if you'd like this. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I... You know, oh, my goodness, I have to make this decision. Like, I think I had like 400 bucks to my name. And, um, you know, was living it, living in some crappy apartment in, uh, in the city, in a Canadian city that overlooked the garbage dumpster. And I said, you know what, I'm going to take this opportunity. I think I'm going to make it work. And I came to Italy and I got the opportunity to study here. And what happened, which often happens when you, uh, leave your home. And I was going to write a blog post about it. It's like, don't let your daughter travel to Italy. And (laughs) it's pretty much, you know, with many people that I know here, they met um, somebody from here 
And, you know, that's what I did. And then within a year of meeting Alessandro, my now husband, you know, we got married within, you know, within a year and I moved to Italy, basically packed my, uh, thrift store clothes and my art supplies into my uh, green tweed suitcase. And I jetted off to live in Europe. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so um, how long ago, when was that? You, you, yeah, you were like 19, 20 or something? No, it was 15 years ago. Um, Mid twenties, uh, you know, freshly graduated. And I thought, oh, fabulous. I'm going to live in, you know, the art capital and I'm going to, I'm going to really do something with my art career. And, you know, and I, and I did. Um, and then I realized that I was, not that interested in making things. And this is when the epiphany for, you know, my business came about because I did end up by, you know, after living in Italy for a couple of years, we moved um, to Canada back to uh, where I grew up and, you know, my husband came with me. And so when I was pursuing my arts um, you know, interests and trying to make a career out of it. I was like, why am I producing these objects? I actually don't care a lot about objects. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. somebody who put all my stuff in storage, like, and, you know, went to university and then I went traveling and, you know, I backpacked around Southeast Asia when I was 19 for a year. Like I was just somebody that I wasn't that attached to material things. So when I uh, decided, you know, okay, uh, a career in the arts is, is really, you know, creating grants and doing, you know, that route or creating product. And, um, and then I realized, you know, what, what do I really want? And then I started to do some soul searching. I, and that's how I came to my current business. It was like, what, what would I do? I remember reading the question very clearly. What would you do if you were not paid? What would you do anyway if you were not paid? It was like that's that. a great question, actually, of how to how to you know decide if you're really doing what you really love, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I remember reading the story of somebody who, well, she was a lawyer and. She had a ton of books spread around her appoint, apartment, um, all about law. She absolutely voraciously read books about law and criminal justice on her spare time. And her friend came in her apartment and she realized that she didn't have a single book about what she was in about law. She was also a lawyer, single law book around her apartment. What she had is all children's books. And that's when she found her true passion that her, that she needed to quit lawyering and go and, um, you know, be a children's book writer. And when I read that story, it was like, yeah, what would, what would you do? <laughs> you know, what do you already do on your free time that you really love? Um, and I feel like that's really simplistic and, you know, uh, 
I wouldn't necessarily give somebody that advice. Like what, what would you do on your free time and then build a business from that? Because, you know, we all grow as individuals. Like there's so many different, uh, cocktails, if you will, that, that you, you need to like actually create a company. But, you know, if you're, if you are in a bit of flux and if you are looking for answers about like which direction you should take, it's like, you know, what do you spend a lot of time doing in your free time? Like I know somebody who's in flux right now and he spends an incredible amount of time trail running, jogging, reading running magazines, uh, waking up super early in the morning going, so like he's super into fitness. Yeah. He has an office job. Right. So, you know, no wonder he's hating his job in the office right now because what he really wants to be doing is doing some sort of, you know, training or moving in the body. So yeah, I I think they're interesting questions, you know? Yeah, that is, I think, um, I'm going to have to have a think about that. I'm going to go and look and see what all the books are around my house. (laughs) Uh, And things change, right? We know that. What what we were interested in 10 years ago, you know, might not be what we're interested in now. I mean, you know, you and I, we love marketing. So, you know, what, what we were doing or reading about in marketing 10 years ago might've been a little bit different than what we're reading and thinking about in marketing right now. Oh my goodness. Yes. It really, it totally. And I, it's why, what I was thinking about the other day was the way in which it sort of changes so quickly. Mm. I was reading a blog post I'd written like four years ago and Mm. it felt like it was really out of date, but yeah. You know, and you just think, crikey, I've just got to, and that, I mean, actually, if I look around my house, I can tell you most of the books are about marketing or are they? Yeah. business yeah. development or yeah. they're about, one of the things I'm reading at the, more, the moment is um, Story Brand. Okay. Doug, something Miller, Doug Miller, is it? Anyway. I'm not just, familiar, no. It's an, an American guy based in Nashville, and it's about how you build stories around your business and tell stories um, mm. because it's that that customers will connect with or people that you want, you know, that that's what they want. They want the stories. They want to understand why you're doing what you're doing, and they don't want that whole sell, sell, sell mentality anymore. You know, no one really wants that. So it's about how you build stories around your business. And it's really interesting. So who knows? It's back yeah. to, back to well, the writing of copy, you know, all of yes. that, which is how Bianca and I met because I came on, one of, came on one of your trips that you do with uh, Laura Belgray in, it's Florence now, isn't it? But it wasn't when I came. That's right. Yeah. We were on the Riviera when you came. Yeah. So a whole kind of week of copywriting and pasta and Aperol spritz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and just, you know, taking, taking that sweet time to work on a sort of a subset of, of your business. But I say that just general in, in traveling anyway, right? Like, you know, it's, it's so, uh, liberating to know you've got like, Oh, okay, I've got a week to do this, or I've got two weeks to do this. And you know, you pack your bags and you just, you're in it to win it. You're going there to do the thing, whether it's at a conference or you're traveling for pleasure, you really get in the headspace of I'm 
I'm going to get the most out of this and I'm going to enjoy this. That's why I, I love going to, you know, in-person events and I love hosting them. Yeah. And I still see and speak to some of the ladies that were on that trip. So yes. it was, it was great. Great. Yes. So, yeah. And in fact, I went to an event last year and um, Colleen popped up on the event and we were like, Oh my goodness. Lovely. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So you see, and the, and someone said to us, "How do you know? How do you two know each other?" Because Colleen lives in Florida somewhere. I forget where in Florida. I live on the south coast of the UK. The event was in London, and they were like, "How do you know each other?" And we'd be like, "Oh, we met in Italy." <laughs> <laughs> and there, are, people are like, "You're just making that up." No, yeah, like, no, we did. We met in Italy on a copy on a writing, you know, st- uh, creative writing type thing. So. It was excellent. So, um, yeah. So, is that? Have you got any kind of particular highlight that you've had with your business? Is there one thing that you can pick out, or is it just too many? No, I mean, absolutely. I always if there's one thing. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm very. You know, it's it's growing a company is a hard road. And I wouldn't say to anybody, oh, you should absolutely do this. This is the right thing for you. Because I think it takes such a, like I said, the word before cocktail. Uh, so it's a mix of um, many different elements. Um, but for somebody who who loves the game and who uses um, building their company as their most extreme form of personal growth, I think that just, I can say building the company, the the greatest highlight for me has just been seeing the growth. I mean, I did start the company with $80 and a book from the library and my husband's computer. I mean, I did not know anything. I didn't even own a computer. (laughs) I was green as anything. And, um, just to have been able to every year, you know, I see more customers on our guest list. I see, I just see the growth. I see the growth. It's, and it's, it's super exciting. So that, that's the highlight, you know, that's personal highlight. I mean, I think the, definitely the highlight for me is seeing, well, I mean, I'm on this podcast cause I met you in Italy and I like seeing the highlights as far as our customers are concerned is the web because I don't like, I really do feel strongly. It's one of my core values, you know, that, um, it's the people you meet. It's the journey that you're on and the people you meet along the way. Yeah. And when I see, you know, from, from my very, very humble beginnings and my very, very humble and, uh, you know, focused efforts that I've been able to connect a lot of people together. And I see a lot of the friendships that have been created, you know, either through, you know, some of the biz dev workshops that we do and just some of the holidays that we put on, you know, 10 days traveling throughout Sicily. You know, we have people on the trip or like, they haven't taken a vacation in two years. I mean, some of them are single moms. Some of them are putting this on their credit card, right? Like some of them have saved for three years. Yeah. Some of them are newly divorced. Some of them are like, they're newly unmarried. I like that term. Um, 
some of them, you know, it's just like everybody's in a different situation, but everybody is there to be taken care of and they need that, you know, they need that decompression. And so what we do is we give, we create a space and time for people to be in there and then the connections that are formed inside of that container is are they're like life changing. They're there they are. They're literally life changing. I've had life changing people come into my life from being in business and I have had my clients have life changing experiences from the people that I, they have met. Yeah. Um, I mean that's just yeah. That's a pretty, uh, pretty fantastic thing to be able to say, isn't it? It is. And, you know, and I don't say it lightly because, you know, it's, uh, I have, I have great, you know, gratitude and respect for everybody who puts their hand up and says, yes, like I'm going to, I'm going to do business with your company because it is a noisy, a noisy landscape out there. So, you know, just it's, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's next level. It really is having people on the trips who, you know, who cry at the end of their trip, you know, people are in tears, they're crying, they're hugging each other going, I'll see you here. And then I see on my Facebook because I'm connected with so many clients and I'll see like five years later, people that I know that they met in Italy on one of our experiences, they're, you know, in, they're in Portugal together. Now they're in, they're in Spain, they're in California, Disneyland together. I mean, just I, so many, ha- it's happened so many times. I, I lose track. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I can say, I mean, I didn't even come on one of your full kind of like tours, but sure. um, I think we were only like three days. So, yeah. and um, I think, you know, loads of us are still in touch as a result of that. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. great. And I think it just broadens your, your thinking and your understanding of the world really, because you meet people from so many different places. Yeah. Well, you're, pu- you're also putting yourself out there too. I mean, there is, there's a kind of person that will sign up to go and travel halfway across the world or just across the pond um, to go and say, you know, I'm, you know, I'm traveling alone or I'm, you know, uh, I'm, I'm open enough to do something like that. And it's scary. It's scary for everybody. A lot of, a lot of people who come on our tours, they are traveling alone, probably 60% of the people and everybody's nervous before they get there. And then they come and then it's like, oh no, this is a really safe space to be. This is a place that you can let your hair down, you know, because we all wear all these different masks in our regular life, you know, the work life, you know, you got to be like super on the ball. That's the on the ball mask. And then there's the mother mask. And then there's like, you know, there's all these different things you have to be. And sometimes when you, go somewhere else you take it out of your natural environment you can let your hair down like you you kind of connect to that free spirit and you know that's that's definitely 
you know, and we, we, we set up a lot of experiences to help people connect with that because I think that's super important. I mean, that's really hippie West coast, Vancouver Island lingo, but I really do believe in that. I believe that there's this, you know, this younger version of yourself that's, that's sort of been like, uh, pushed down because of like age and life and responsibilities and just like, Whoa, just like let that, you know, that little girl or that little boy shine for a few minutes. And, um, you have serious breakthroughs about your life, about your situation, new ways of thinking, new ways of doing. And yeah, it's pretty significant. I'm feeling like I need to book on money or holidays again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, everybody wants to go on a vacation. It's not a hard sell, right? It's not, no. Especially Sicily. I went to Sicily, I think two years ago for the first time. Oh my goodness, I loved it. Oh, Sicily is, I totally have a love affair with Sicily. Total crush. Yeah, it was just, I couldn't believe the food, the, the, oh. the, just the, the landscape, the scenery, the people. It's just, oh, it was just fantastic. It just wasn't long enough. But I did choose, like, I went in May and I can't, I think I've got like some bad weather omen because mm. it actually rained in Sicily in May when I was there. You know, I know, I, uh, <laughs> like, I always no. wish it could just be sort of 25 and perfect for all of, for like every season. But, you know, I mean, I have friends in Sicily. They are swimming in November. I mean, who is jealous of that? I am swimming November. No, Sicily's next level. Well, Sicily is where the Italians go and holiday. Like the Italians are very picky, right? Like they're like going to go to like specific places for their summer vacation. Yeah. And so that's why I ended up by, cause you know, we, we didn't start off running tours down there and we started just because it was a mix of me going down there and sort of exploring the area. And I was like, Oh, our clients absolutely need to go to Sicily. And now it's our best selling tour. Yeah. I'm not surprised. It's yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So you said, I just want to take it back to when you said that when you started your company, you were, you know, you knew nothing. You were, mm-hmm. you know, you had no idea and you didn't even have a computer. So is there, what do you wish you'd known when you, when you first started? Is there anything you wish you'd known when you first started? Oh that yeah. Know, that you know now. I mean, you know, I'm glad I didn't know how hard it was because I would probably, I, I might've not followed through. And yeah. when I say hard, it's always you like in business, it's like, I always feel it's like a ping pong. It's like, duh, duh, duh. Oh, good. Like, Oh, like up three stairs. And you're like, Oh my gosh, oh, I'm freaking amazing. This is working. Duh, duh, duh. And then it's like down some stairs. Like, and it's like up four stairs. And then it's like down five stairs. You're just, it's just that juggle. Right. Mm. so I am really glad to uh, answer your question the exact opposite way you asked (laughs) Caroline (laughs) I'm really really glad I didn't know how hard it was okay yeah because I might have not had the guts yeah I might have not had the guts as a 30 year old woman who did not have an education in finance certainly wasn't connected with anybody and had a small child and very little resources, um, I probably would have chickened out. 
Um, so I'm really, really, really glad that I didn't know because I just kept at it. And, but what I wish I would have known, absolutely. I wish I would have hired help earlier. I absolutely wish I would have hired coaches and mentors earlier. I'm really into personal development. I've spent a lot of money on coaches and consultants and experts. And I am like, you know, I know now the wheel doesn't need to be reinvented, but uh, back when you're starting out, you're like, I'm not at that level. I can't afford it. You know, it's like, just figure out a way to afford it. Just figure out a way. Yeah. Go in, you know go in. Yeah. A couple, a couple of people have said that actually. I wish they'd hired sooner mm-hmm. and they wish they had had a coach or mentor sooner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge believer in having somebody by your side who is your advocate, because I'm going to say when you're first starting out, it's like, sorry, but everybody's against you. At least it wasn't my position. I, I hear of people who go, oh yeah, oh, I had this person by my side and I had this person by my side and da, da, da. But no, a lot of us, we are absolutely on our own and we're not even on our own. We actually have a lot of people you know, those are the fire, the, the fire signs, right? They're like, yeah, oh, okay, you're going to push against me. I'm going to, I'm going to show you, um, you know, for those of us that are fiery like that, that is good when people don't believe in you. So yeah. I, I had people in my life that absolutely did not believe in me who actually tried to, um, out of love, you know, I, I have no sort of, you know, bad feelings about it, but just well-intentioned people that they have their own fears. And now I understand that that's their own fears, but they really don't want you to get your head in too deep. So, um, yeah, just, you know, having, having people by your side and being like, it's okay, you're going to do this. There's people that have done this before you and you can pull this off. Do you think that's changed though since you started? I mean, I, I, I totally agree with you that it's. Well, I always use the word relentless. I think it's relentless when I love it. You love your when you run your own business because it yes. is because yes. even when you think, okay, yeah, everything's flowing smoothly. Yep, the customers are. You know, you know, even when you think for like five seconds everything's good, something will come and hit you in the face and it'd be like oh really and it's just it is relentless and you've always got something to think about but yeah it's not the work is never done the work is never done if you're somebody who likes to clock out at a certain time having even your own side hustle is 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 not recommended I mean you have to be a maniac you have to be (laughs) next level maniac to build a company you know there's plenty of lifestyle companies that are built and i have amazing friends you know building coaching practices and lifestyle companies um and hats off i'm talking about you know companies that are not in a personal brand in that space yeah employees and deductions and crazy taxes and laws and you know that is for the maniacs. That's for yeah. people who, you know, want to, you know, really want to go in the fire. 
there's a lot of us out there. But when I was first starting out, I didn't have a lot of people that I knew like me around me. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I totally agree with that from, you know, just uh, if I look around sort of, I mean, my dad always ran his own business. So to, yeah. me, it, to me, it wasn't a strange thing to, sure. to, to quit my job randomly and <laughs> start a business. But I, I know I realize now how unusual it is, but you, you mm. forget it because you start to surround yourself with people who are also a little bit crazy mm-hmm. and run mm-hmm. their own business. So you kind of forget how, how strange it is still to do that. But I, I don't know whether you think now, if you were starting now, do you think that would be easier or just think, cause you know, you look around on social media and there's all sorts of people that, you know, and groups and support and the, even the coaches and consultants. But do you think it's easier now or do you think it's still just as hard? No, I think it, I mean, yes, the world is, you know, I, I started eight years ago. So, you know, that's not, that's not that long ago. There was a little less, um, I mean, social media was less of a big deal. So we actually had to go out and, you know, we were, we were more like, there was a lot of people growing their audiences, just like not on social. So I think that it was, um, like there's always been people willing, there's always been coaches in the landscape and willing to, and groups and stuff out there. I think now it's just a little bit more apparent. I think there's always been, you know, like that's what the, that's what the country clubs were. That's what. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always been those groups. Um, but you know, it's a mental game, right? It's like, well, when are you ready for marketing? Well, when the founder is ready. Well, when are you ready for coaching? Well, when the founder is ready. I mean, it's all a mental game. You only can go so far as you're, you mentally are able to do. Yeah. You can't even make the next hire in, unless you are mentally able to make the next hire. Because you're not, you know, it's for self-funded companies, it really is, you know, hiring based on, you know, <laughs> hoping that that person is going to bring in the revenue, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You've got to be at that point, haven't you, where, you know, you feel comfortable that if you hire that person that you can pay them. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be comfortable in your own abilities too. Like, yeah. because oftentimes the money's not sitting in the bank, but it's like you are comfortable in your own abilities to uh, think differently, act differently, be creative, do something you haven't done before. And even if you know that all else fails, you'll still figure it out just because you just have such a growth mentality. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think, I think there might be a few people out there who maybe after listening to you might think, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go for it because Bianca can do it on $80 in another country. And I'm pretty certain that I can. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's a new world right now, right? So we literally can, it's easier than ever to start. So, you know, if you want to, you know, start a business or a side hustle, a side gig from your current job, like it it really is easier than ever. And there are so many, like everything is just a Google away. And, and, you know, and the lifestyle, like I, I, 
you know, I'm, I'm absolutely not hireable anymore because <laughs> you know, the lifestyle that comes with yeah. being able to grow your own company and yeah, you know, sure. The hours are different than, you know, your gig, if you worked in, you know, I don't know anything else <laughs> except real estate. Maybe those people are on 24 hours, but, um, you know, just the lifestyle that you can have, like, you know, right now I have my husband and my 11 year old daughter and we are in Italy, you know, we don't live here anymore full time, but we're here for two months. Yeah. We can only do that. Like that was like just a dream at one time. And, and we're in Italy, but we could be in Croatia. We could be in Mexico. We could, we could be anywhere. We absolutely yeah. could yeah, be yeah. anywhere. And, uh, and it's because it's just the magic of, you know, the way the world works right now. And even just a freelancer, I mean, the world of freelance has changed so much as well. So it's, it's a, it's a beautiful time. I'm very positive about the future. I'm very, I'm excited for the future. I think it's a new time, a new world of work. I think it's a better place to work. There's better companies to work for. A lot of people I hear grumbling about, uh, you know, the hours and, oh, everybody works so much every morning, uh, like now. And I'm like, yeah, but our style of working is, is different. It's yeah. So yeah, much yeah. more integrated. And, you know, there's so many more rules there, you know, for, you know, in work. And, you know, there's so many more social norms, you know, it's like not, it's not required anymore to, you know, be at the office at seven and be leaving at 10 o'clock at night, like to feel like you're doing a good job. Like people will still respect you if you're, you know, trying to be there. You're a mom at, you know, you're going to take the afternoon off so you can go watch your kids school play. Like there's a lot of respect for that stuff right now that I feel like wasn't there when our parents were working. Yeah. I think it was like, they had to choose, they had to choose, a, uh, about a career or family. And I feel like that choice right now is so much more fluid. It's, we can just create it as we're going. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, you, you know, talking about lifestyle, I, I, uh, I went to a Pilates class at 1130 this morning because yes. I can. You can. <laughs> And I, and you know, and I work my day around it because I know yes. that I'm going to go at 11.30 yes. um, once a week. And um, so it's about, you know, making sure that you've got that flexibility, isn't it? I, I too think that I may be unemployable now. Yeah, um, sure. So, <laughs> but hey, there you go. So. Well, yeah. And it's, I mean, not, um, uh, I mean, employable if we really wanted to. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, people would be, you know, <laughs> they'd be lucky, right, to work with us. But it's just like, yeah, we're so used to having control over our time that it's not, you know, that freedom is really, really, really hard to give away because at the end of the day, you're never going to be like, Oh, I wish I spent more time in the office. No. Like yeah. when you're sitting on your bed at the end of the day, it's like, no, I wish I was self-actualized. I wish I did the things that I believe were the right things to do. Yeah. The right time. And I feel like, you know, 
being able to run your own company and, and, you know, work with the people you want to work with and, and do the campaigns you want to do and create the products you want to do and, and, uh, you know, create the impact you want to have, uh, you can do it all around, you know, hanging out on the deck of yeah, and on the Riviera. It's, it's totally possible. That, I, mean, that's, I made that's this new, yeah, I made this new rule this only recently, actually over the summer well, early summer where I decided I was only going to actually work with people that I like. Yes. Beautiful. I, uh, I love this so I had, much. I had a, yeah, I had a tough year with some clients last year and it, it got to the point where I thought, it's not worth it. Why am I doing this? Yeah. And um, I've got a couple of clients I'm working with right now who are just the loveliest people. Dream. Yep. Pleasure to work with. Yep. You know, mutual respect. Yes. Just nice people. So you just think, you know what? I'm actually only going to work with people that I like, that, (laughs) that, you know, each other's professionally is there's respect you know because mm-hmm. otherwise you just think well why am I doing this because when you get to the point where you're dreading your phone ringing or you're getting an email and you think oh no what is it going to say on top of everything else that you're trying to do as a business owner then you just think okay enough some something has to stop mm-hmm. so a new rule only people that are nice and people that I like well, think about the trickle down effect too of that, Caroline. Yeah. On an energetic level, because I do believe that, you know, yes, I'm totally. very, you know, it's, it's all energy. It's all momentum. Think about even when you just have the flu, you know, how much that gets you off your game for yeah. just, just for days. Right. And it's just, that's just managing energy. So, so being able to work with people who like excite you and light you up, you know, even just the team you have around you, the people you hire that, you know, like, it's just like, yeah, when that lights you up, you, you do, you become unstoppable because you're just excited. You're just, you're just excited to wake up the next day. <laughs> I, that's how I feel. I'm just excited. Like, what can I, what can I, what can I do tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my new rule and my and my tip. Love and it. You work with people you like and the yeah. people the people that are nice. But that's taken me four years to get to that, to have that kind of like epiphany of like, you know, um Did you feel like you couldn't before? You couldn't uh you couldn't be so choosy? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think it gets to a point. I think you know, when you're starting out where you're just like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I can do that. I can do that. And, and going back to the energy thing, you don't yeah. do your best work. No. Because, you know, something's not right. And I, um, I'm a great one in listening to my gut. Mm-hmm. And I generally know if something's right or not. And sometimes when you go against it and you think, oh, no, I, c- I can do this anyway. It just doesn't work out. It never, it never works out how you think it's going to work out. Or probably it does work out how you know it's going to work out, really. But you just kind of put it to the back of your mind and think, oh, it'll all be okay. <laughs> yeah, and there's also something there that is like, um, you know, that's a boundaries thing too, right? Yeah. Um, you know, allowing people to, you know, uh, 
like work with you either like well they're sloppy or they're not like they're a bad communicator like I don't got no time for that you know that is that's just that that's just difficulty that is just doesn't need to be in your work day you know there's there's bigger things to solve so yeah I feel like uh, yeah creating those creating you know creating the excitement going and working with clients or in projects you're happy to work on and uh having a team and as soon as like it's not right I'm always like it's got to be a win-win it's always got to be a win-win if it's not a win-win sorry not interested absolutely not life is too short for this blather it is, but I think it does take you, you know, when you first start out, I don't know that I would have had the confidence to do that. Or I think that's a confidence thing. I think it's a female thing too. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's a good one though, right? Because women are, we're, we're absolute gluttons for that. We're like, oh, you know, maybe they didn't mean to, oh, they're coming across as like that. Da, da, da. Like we, we start to make excuses for other people's bad behavior. And then, yeah. like, you know what? Sorry, that is just bad behavior. And I, I don't have any time to deal with that. So yeah, you can, you can go away now. <laughs> right. Well, on that note, I think that's a good time to stop. Uh, <laughs> I could, honestly, I could talk to you for hours. I think we have to do another one on women and business or something. I don't know. We'll have another conversation at some point. Yeah, I, I'd love to. I mean, there's a, there's a lot to say and there's a lot to share. And, and we, we're living in a world that, you know, people are really interested in sharing, you know, their best tips. And, yeah. you know, and yeah, it's, it's a generous community. The business community is so generous. I like love our community. So, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, the help of, and the ear of somebody else is really just a phone call and an email or a, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, DM away. So yeah exactly. Lucky us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Well, it must be time for an Aperol in Italy. It is. You are so right. Yes. <laughs> a little bit of bubbly. I am literally obsessed with Aperol spritz. Oh my God. I know. I know. <laughs> well, and then the, on the Riviera and the Cinque Terre area, they do the lemon spritz. So yes, and it's, it's, it's this, you know, it's, it's uh, Prosecco in sparkling like uh, water and uh, limoncello. So I might try that out. Put that in your mind and sip it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you ever so much, Bianca. Great to speak to you and uh, we'll chat soon. I'm I'm sure. Grazie mille. Thank you so much, Caroline. Bye. 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 I don't know about you but that conversation makes me want to pack my bags and head straight off to Italy now so um hopefully you enjoyed that and and uh, got something out of hearing Bianca's story um about how it's just so important to just take a chance and what's the worst that can happen so um until next time that's it from the business is good podcast thanks a lot